Welcome back to another Worldviews podcast, another Worldviews Worldviews stream, another Worldviews Twitch stream. We're, we're live on all platforms, YouTube, Twitch, everywhere you can find this. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. And I just want to say, like, I'm really happy and excited to get into this conversation, to be honest with you, because it's on Rap Caviar. Shout out Rap Caviar. All rights go to them. Um, this conversation is going to be blossomed with Lucky Day and Ella May and I'm Ella May. I don't know how to say her name. I'm under going to say her name. Correct. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it corrected. But yeah, let's get right into it. A new conversation. Let's get right into it. Like it's a difficult genre to navigate. Um, in terms of like solely being respected as an R&B artist because there are so many different takes. There's like, might be the one genre in the world that everybody wants to sound like how it used to. Cause I- Yeah. The only other artist that I think sounds like old school R&B is Tyus. If you have never heard of Tyus before, I definitely recommend you go check him out. He's a dope ass artist. Um, yeah, let's, get, let's keep going. I don't feel like anyone's being like, oh, Country music should sound like how it was in the, <laughs> nah, or rap, and, and, and yes, people might say rap, the bar is low on rap, but no one's saying like, oh, we need the... Rap is constant iteration, yeah. it's constantly changing. I like, feel like yeah. we're the one genre that get like... Like, let's be the same forever. Oh, no. Only thing that's different between R&B is like, what's it called? Experimental R&B, but, that, but that's our alternative R&B, that's a whole different genre. I feel like R&B too is not something that, that changes over time rapidly. Definitely more smooth. We already know how R&B sounds like, and it's old school, and it's and it could be old school or it can be new school. Where it's like you have um, Blue, Young Blue, and they. That's an example. I just put on this new pot, this new uh, playlist I got out. It's called More Upfront. Check that out. But yeah, I feel like R&B hasn't changed over the years. Heavy, heavy, heavy. The tunes have changed. The beats have changed. But the topics, the the smooth like. Little Riz you got going on in them. Made another one. Hey, what's up, y'all? I'm your host, Brandon Jinx Jenkins, and welcome back to another episode Shout of the Lab Caviar Podcast, which you can watch exclusively on Spotify. This week, we're talking with LMA and Lucky Day about R&B's current identity. We'll talk about its relationship with hip-hop, the influences taken from other genres, and what's most important to artists when creating R&B. So what's up, y'all? Yay! <laughs> For Yo, both of you, you guys are both active David artists that live in. The- is everything just because first of all he's done up with his little grill, silver grill, and everything. Elon May just looks spectacular. I don't know what's going on. R and B sphere. How would you there. explain R and B today? A couple people out there feel like R and B is dead. They can't really put their thumb R&B on what is it is. Not dead. Um, how would you all dead. explain what the genre of R and B is? Personally, and I think not it R&B might be an unpopular be. opinion right now, but I don't think that R and B is dead. I think that it's actually th- unpopular opinion because you're in that genre. Your music is in that genre. So of course, if you're not dead, then it's not dead. I don't think R and B could die. I feel like that's a that's a staple genre we need. You could, I mean, all the other ones around it, the alternative R and B. The, uh, that could quote unquote die if it wanted to, but the staple R and B, rap, MC, like those hip hop, like that, those genres just cannot die. First off, let's talk about these outfits because the leather on Lucky Day looks really good. Everything he's wearing, I think he has Prada glasses on, the hoop earrings, silver. 
Ela May looking done up with her white all down. Like it looks pretty. Rising. Um, I think it disappeared from mainstream for a little while. So I think people thought it was dead. And what it's come back as is not necessarily what we're used to or what we remember R and B as. Like, you know, nineties R and B, two thousands R and B. Um but I think in terms of the genre itself and expanding, uh, it's doing pretty well. There's so many different subgenres. There's so many different, different sounds for um, sure. that I feel like we never used to have. It used to be typically like one sound, which was amazing. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. But I think in terms of like being an artist and creative freedom, uh, you're allowed to kind of blur the lines and, and come out of the box um, instead of being like, I'm just an R&B artist. You get what I mean? I just know the greatest R&B era was like the 70s and the 90s. Mm. And everybody judging it off of that. And it's like, bruh, R&B, that was like, Elvis did R&B. Like, everybody did Mm -hmm. R&B. Now it's like Afropop is R&B. I'm confused. Yeah. (laughs) How can we just say it's just music? Like, R&B is just like whatever you do because you you got some soul. Like, Mm -hmm. if you had soul in it. Lucky Day, like, his music is very soulful. Like, you can hear it. You can feel your energy move. Like, it's Let's just call it R&B. When you say when it's like it's changed, right? Like people have this idea of what R&B was. You said the 90s. Like what's the vision that comes into mind, right? Like is it like uh, Case crying in the rain? You know what I mean? Like like I think that's what a lot of people feel when they... Yeah. 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 Nah, they want people to beg a little bit. <laughs> but I do think that there are people begging. You beg. I beg. Yeah, he's like... I a he, he, def- he, <laughs> he definitely do be begging his music. If you ever heard of a Lucky Day song, you hear his vocals and you hear the sound like him... Not like he's crying, but a damn near he's crying in the in the in the track, like begging for the girl back. Like he just said definitely it. does. So it's like <laughs> it's it's there. You just have to find it. I think people the 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 narrative that is dead is like a lazy narrative. I think that yeah. people aren't digging deep enough to find it. Like yeah, yeah. If you look hard like, enough, we, you'll we, find it. I guess we got to compensate for people's emotions as well, because like this is the stuff that made them feel good. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's like all right, you want me to do the stuff that. You know, when you was little, your mama was playing, and, and your mama, mama, and your auntie and them was playing. But it's like, that was that. I think Jay-Z had a line. He was like, you want the OJ? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Go Buy my old albums, yeah. Buy my old album. And it's like, we evolving. It's hard for a lot of people to change and evolve, and I get it, but... The way he's done it is crazy. I it's hard know his on, time. as an artist, Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just like, I get lost. I'm, I'm like, all right, I'm not is this too far time. away from R&B? Not not thinking that I'm R&B, like me, whatever come out of me is going to be R&B. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't care what you think it sound like. If I do it over an Afropop beat, it's going to be R&B. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like I'm second guessing who I am because what is the what is the line? Where's the boundary? You know what I'm saying? And I don't, I don't be having time to think about that. I got zero <laughs> KCUFs. What about you? I agree with him. It's definitely like, especially for someone like me, or it's like somebody always expecting you to every song you put out to be like over. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, first of all, that song itself, like just, it's R&B straight for sure. But it's just so good. Like it's so potent in the, in like, you don't get, it's, it's a lucky day. Like you don't get a lucky day every day. You don't, I'm not saying, you know what I'm saying? Lucky Day is an artist that, mm, God bless. Ela May, she's doing her thing, even though I haven't heard from her in a long time. It felt like Shot Clock was one of the ones. I That is came to my mind. Like, Shot Clock really hit. 
And the one with Roddy Rich really hit when she had a performance. I don't know which, which day or if it was BET performance. It could have been that. Um, but Basquiat on the desk. Like, this whole setup is fire, by the way. Let me just say that. Like, Rap Caviar, they're doing what they got to do um, when it comes to these artists and these guest stars. Like, it's so unfair, right? It's, it's unfair for you to expect me to put out 500 boot up. Uh-huh. Like, it's yeah, just yeah, not, yeah. as an artist, that's just not what we do anyway. Like, mm. you want to be in the studio and challenge yourself and evolve and change your sound. And sometimes it might work and sometimes it might not, but that's the whole point of being yeah, like you're an di- artist and you're expressing dilute yourself. your evolution. Yeah. Literally. Do you feel like today there's more artists with more creative freedom? Because when we think about like, the older label system, we were talking about this in the prior episode, like, they were, even for rap, there was sort of like a function. Like, you got to have your club hit, you got mm-hmm. to have your street anthem, you know, you got to have these, like, this formula to make these records. And then everyone expected everyone to do that. You guys are kind of living in a different time where it feels like there is much more freedom to mix in other genres, to, mm-hmm. but still call it R&B. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like... Uh, for me personally, I get lot, like I have this debate with my friends a lot and I don't know how I feel in terms of whether it's like way better to have creative freedom or whether it's not in terms of success. Yeah. Okay. In terms well, of being an artist and being able to express yourself, creative freedom 100%. There's not somebody telling you what to do 24 right. seven. But when you look at a label structure, how it used to work, right? Like, cause now A&Rs barely exist. That structure, we were just talking about structure. Mm-hmm. That structure um, and like people, not necessarily knowing they do they did know what they were doing mm-hmm. but sometimes a lot of it is is luck also and timing right mm-hmm. um like a set plan in order to get somebody whether okay. it's i hear what she's saying when it comes to like a and r people that promote the artist there is no set way or maybe she's saying that there is no set way of doing that anymore i'm hearing her and truthfully i was thinking about the same thing today like i have to think and make my own game plan every single day about how i have to promote worldviews podcast and where I have to promote it and where I have to go and what I have to do and what artists to bring up next, what sparked the conversation to have with Kamikaze or with another another guest star, like always. Like I'm always thinking about ahead of time or trying to be ahead of the game, but in what way? Because nobody gives you the roadmap. So having a label just having a label is just you you're the artist, but you have to come up with all the music. Okay, now what we gotta think about the marketing. Who does all of this? All of these things. Like I can come up with the content, but then again, it's like, how do I push my product at this point? Your brand, whether it's your music or whatever else, yeah. we lack that now. We kind of have to figure that out all ourselves, which yeah, is both. great in a creative way. But in terms of structure and and finding success, I guess quickly you could say, because as a label, it's a machine. So they kind of knew yeah. for a while. They knew what works, right? And they and I think they still do, but it's just yeah. changing. I think a lot they with mastered the media. business. They mastered yeah. the business of it. Mm. And you know they left all the art to like fence for itself. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I mean, I get what you're saying as an artist. I get you do the have whole creative, the creative direction. Like you, you gotta. I mean, I don't know if they give you out if they giving out creative directors with the artists to go ahead and like figure out the concept for a song. I know they they write it and all that, but it's like putting it out there, how to like promote yourself, in what creative direction and do it. It's, it's all on you. Like, literally me. I think about every detail. I stress myself out thinking about how I want my video to look, like, mm-hmm. with colors and stuff like that. Little simple stuff I don't want to think about. <laughs> but, but like, that's where we at. And... What would you prefer? Would you prefer to have to stress about that or would you prefer to be told exactly what to do? And it might not necessarily I mean, come out how you want it, but it might be... Because it can still I be successful either way. I want to pick and choose certain things to stress right. about. That's, that's okay, the argument I have, I have with my option. friends. 
what you said, like versus like, okay, massive success, right? Or like a formula that works versus creative freedom. It mm -hmm. just depends on what's important to you. What about you? Um, I think I, I think anybody would lie in to say that success isn't important, right? Mm -hmm. Like I, I love having creative freedom and I think I'm very lucky in terms of what I'm able to do and like not necessarily have to fit in so, so many guidelines. Um, but I definitely do feel uh, the lack of structure sometimes. And I think we all do. Um, but it's also like, it's what I thought was structure. I, I was never in the music business when I was young. So it's what it looked like and what I thought it was. Um, but how that really went, I don't necessarily know. So that's why I always struggle with the idea because it's like, it's almost confusing to me, if that makes sense. Is there an artist that changed your opinion of what R&B was, right? Like, is there someone that dropped? I think like people always still trying to figure out like, like uh, Frank Ocean's Blonde. They're like, mm -hmm. is that R&B? And I'm like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, Everything he does is R&B. Right? And it's like, obviously he can do other genres or other categories, but like, is there an artist for either of you all that like, oh, this made me rethink the music I'm making and maybe what it falls under? What is uh, Darius Rucker? Who knows? That's a good question. Is Rascal Flatts R&B? Nah, mm. but like, I, I, get what you, I get what you're saying. There's like the blues in it, there's emotion in it. Technically, anybody that has any type of soul, they're going to just categorize it as... R&B, right? Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Because I, I listen to like Afrobeats, alternative Afrobeats, Afropop. That's all different. Mm. In America, that's one thing. Mm -hmm. Word. In Africa, it's like a whole bunch of different things. But it's like, when it gets here, it's just R&B. And that's, to me, that's like Afropop. Like, when we look at like, um, like 80 Weights and Heartbreaks. Mm. Like, for obviously for rap, that changed a lot in people's minds. Now, people were obviously harmonizing, singing, doing all that shit before. But the way that shit came out the gate, the way it was packaged, Jeez. everyone was like, yeah. this is different. And part of it is the way it's packaged and presented, right? Mm -hmm. It's not just it, it existing. Mm -hmm. It's that it has to, um, it's got to arrive a certain way. I'm in love you, way I want to. See, I want to move, but can't escape from you. So I keep it low, keep a secret code. So everybody else don't have to know. I feel like that happened and then everyone's like, okay, there's that, then there's Drake. But you can go back and Drake find people Drake. harmonizing before Drake that, right? Like, but then also all the subgenre like of rappers. Who else? A Boogie does it. Like there's rappers in the in the game that do be singing. Like Ji is a singer, but he also be rapping in it. Um, I don't even think Calvin for for is a rapper. I would call categorize him as like a a singer. I don't even know how to explain him. He's a rapper though, so I don't really know. And the lines some people have like lines Drake for rap him. is he R and B? You know, like those questions pop up. Like, when I heard 808s and Heartbreaks, I didn't think it wasn't rap. Mm. Yeah, I don't think it. I thought it wasn't rap either. But then I I get you on the, like, is Drake a rapper or is Drake a singer? Singer, yeah. Um, like, th everybody has different answers. But you could also be both. Like, two truths can coexist at the same yeah, time. Yeah, so. auto-tune can't make you a singer or a rapper. Mm. We've had but this. Like, but no one's saying, is he, uh, uh, or let's take Drake out of it. <laughs> before everyone comes to me. No, I'm a big Drake fan. But I'm like, no one's saying, is he the best singer alive? Right. But if you're singing your hooks that make that, like, technically for what we're talking about, I guess that makes you a singer, right? I'm not saying you are the best vocalist of all time. Yeah, definitely. But if you think about it, like, if you go all the way back, and this is me on some, like, nerd music stuff, but everybody always was, like, singing. Mm. Even, even rappers before they was singing through machines and, like, they were kind of finding a tone to sing on subconsciously, whether they knew it or not, mm -hmm. from Nelly to 50 level. Like, they were singing. Yeah. 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 So that. it's like, I, I mean, I, I guess we keep going and we just keep making new names. 
I'm make a new stat for myself soon. What do you feel like is the value of that? Like, is it, as you the artist, because we're going to argue about this for days, and the audience, the fans, the journalists, we always can try to figure out where to categorize stuff. The labels in the business are going to try to find a way because they got to sell it, right? Like, they're going to put you in a different category if you R&B. They're going to want you to do different things. Same with rap. You know what I mean? Do you feel like, do the labels, do you feel like they're sometimes hindering? Or do you feel like you'd rather live without them? I'm not, I'm not mad at major labels. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm signed to a major label. So, like, if I, label, it wouldn't have made sense money. to me to sign, right? And I, everybody signs for different reasons, obviously. Um, I, I do like the structure. I'm very much a structured person. Um, but like we were saying earlier, I do love the creative freedom too. So it's, it's almost like if we could create our own world that kind of balances both which I think we're in right now but I think everybody's trying to figure their way around it because it hasn't been a thing for that long but like the independent artists for example it's it's very we're very aware that it's very uh what's the word I'm looking for you can you can be a successful independent artist on like a mainstream level an example would be Brent Fires um there's definitely other independent artists I, I can't think of at the moment but being an independent artist is a little harder especially moving in the game we're getting your name out there just doing it, doing it, trying to get signed, all these things. Like, if you're even trying to get signed, if you even want to be under major label, it's all up in the air. You get to keep everything. You get to keep all your rights to your music when you're independent. But there's some benefits that you get. You get that backing by a major label with, you get the clout, you get the money, the endorsements, all of that is paid for. Mm. Um, videos, and I think that. social media has obviously eliminated the middleman a little bit, but, uh, to sustain is is the question, if that makes sense. Yeah, that- like for me, it when all right, so everybody kind of know my story. I ain't had nothing, right? So for me, it was like <laughs> to come from, to come, it was like, do I want to make a whole lot of money that, you know, for myself? Or do I want to reach the most people that I could reach? For me, I chose the most people. Mm-hmm. And the only way I could do that was with a label. So I was like, damn, I want to make an impact. Like, I know how to get money. I've been knowing how to get money before like trying to learn how to get in the industry. But it's just for me, like, my gift, I want to make sure I'm, like, pushing it to the maximum level. And, you know, for me, a label is 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 that. Even though they do get, they have their things. Like, like they, categorization. They're like, humans you live in over here. So yeah. if, they, if they assume you don't belong on pop radio, they're not going to put you with the pop radio people. Mm-hmm. Or if they don't think, mm-hmm. like, you're this enough. It's always something. But they're human. But if the people then like let's say something picks up organically mm-hmm. there's no question the, the label aren't, que- aren't going to question like, it because they can't when she said so, organically I just heard term- a, I just heard Central C in my mind like I just heard that so Doja Cat like that came off I don't know if TikTok or what but that picked up organically and in the States we put we took him in like I took him in as an artist Central C is that one he's on he's in Rolling Loud in America in the States so like that's a big thing for him and we'll see what his performances are like as the years go on, but he's just making his name now. In terms of you saying like, okay, they know what they're doing and structure, and I agree with that too. But in terms of your your reach, like you just said, if you're reaching the right people and the right amount of people and and even just the like enough people paying attention, they have to kind of fall in line, if if Mm. that makes sense. Do you get what I mean? So it all kind of starts with us. Like, obviously, we all work together. It's a team, right? Label, artist management whatever it's all Mm -hmm. a team but I definitely do think that there are ways especially now like I said with social media like I came up on social media so Mm -hmm. um there are ways that you can have a little bit more leverage huh 
What a come up. Thanks, Lucky. <laughs> it makes me think, though, like even what you're saying, it's like um, if you're independent, does the category you, you live in matter as much? I think about, go back to like a Frank, this dude deciding he's obviously going to do commercially very well, but he's going to pull away from a lot of the structures and the categories, like to even not do, not to submit for a Grammy. Yeah. It's like, because you submit for a Grammy, you got to belong somewhere, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like how that changes how people treat your art. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And when you go through a label, they got to, there ain't no marketplace. It ain't like you go into a record store and there's like, you know, you, yeah, you go through the records and it's a pop thing, but you know, like, are y'all going to end up money. on the rap caviar playlist? And in so today's world, money, bro. Not, I'm not saying everything is, but it's like, like, you know what I mean? But you might not be making a rap game. record. Mm-hmm. Right. I agree. So I'm curious, like, how do you guys feel when people start to try to decipher between like rap versus R&B when it's like rappers are doing R&B or you get a rapper or you get an R&B artist who is putting bars together? I, I don't, I don't diversify. I think it's the same <laughs> to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's kind of gray area, but still, it's. It's, it's a. I be like when I be singing, my my lyrics, they rhyme or they go together really well, and so to me it is like the same. Like I can sing and then I can like rap a little thing, and it's like, but the way I'm saying it isn't. It's complicated, but I get what he's saying when it says he's. It sounds the same. That's true. Do, do you feel like rap? Um, do you feel like any of those can dilute what the meaning of R and B is? It already has like. Everybody that raps is, is singing. So it takes away from what people would think R&B would be. Could be, yeah. So it's, it's, it does kind of diminish it a little bit. Like, it puts us in a smaller circle. and But it's up to us to mm-hmm. take that circle and, like, expand it even more. So as, as a genre, for me personally, I'm looking for a way to expand that. I'm not trying to stay in the same little bubble. Or I think he already does that, though. Go back. Mm. Like, I think he is one of the few... Hello, uh, dang, sweet. <laughs> I think he's one of the few that already does that, and and uh, I'm just glad. I've known him for a long time. We always have this conversation, but like, I'm so glad that it's finally getting recognized. Uh, Thank you. Because it definitely does uh, push the boundaries. I mean, like, personally, for me, I don't care where you put me. Mm. On, like, if I'm gonna be honest, if we're talking about award shows or a label or whatever, like, yeah. you can put me anywhere, and I won't necessarily like. I I know my roots and like what I have been inspired by and what like most of my melodies come from or my stylistic choices. Yeah, they come from R&B. Mm-hmm. I'm aware of that. But um, to put me in a pop category and for me to be upset, I I just don't know if it if it if it matters that much. I, yeah, as long I as you don't completely diminish the very... fact that I. At the at the it's roots, like I'm an R&B artist. Like right in England, we have this debate all the time because uh, the Brit Awards they put pop. It's like a pop R&B category together. Yes, together, okay. which is like a really big debate because it's almost unfair to to put us together in in that sense. But at that point, you might as well just call it just call it a pop category or put, call it an R&B category. Like you're just trying to be inclusive, so you put it together just so to make us feel better. Which is funny because in America they'd be asking for it to go together, and it's like, do you really want to? Do you really want those things to happen, right? Like, it's crazy well, to think. R&B. Yeah, people are like, well, I'm, I'm in pop, you know, or like, um, how can you put me over here in the rap category? And it's like, well, you rapped. Yeah, you know? I mean, but it's yeah. like, but it's it's a massive, huge record. Is it, you know, what is it? So, yeah. yeah, for me personally, it doesn't, like, I wouldn't be offended. Mm-hmm. Like, but I guess it depends on, uh, I, I mean, I guess people feel some type of way, maybe if it always happens, and I can understand that because you don't get recognized as what, what you feel like you are. But I'm not somebody that feels like I, everybody should have to conform to genres. So if that's the case, then I can't really be mad if you put me somewhere else. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah, no, nah, I wouldn't be mad either. I don't care. 
as long as they know my roots. Like, I started one way, so if, if that's the way I started, no matter where I go, I'm still the same flower. I just blossom in a different direction. Lord. You know? like, He's over here flowing today. Listen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, when you, you guys are talking about your roots, what are your what are your musical roots, right? I think it depends kind of when you come up to, like, a lot of people, R&B, for oh, them. You're getting deep. I mean, we here. You know? <laughs> a lot of it for like when they do um, R&B, some people might be like, yo, for me, it's the church, right? Or some people, may, for me, R&B is 90s R&B and it's, uh, you know, Case singing in the ring. You know, it might be that thing. So what are some of your R&B You like Case singing in the ring, don't you? You know yeah, what? You, it, 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 you, it, you miss <laughs> dudes singing in the ring. It's Dude. not necessarily Case singing in the ring. We had... Uh, no, I love it. I love it. You had Omarion singing in the ring. We had Omarion. Ray J singing in the ring. So yeah. you know you like, you like people singing you in the ring. You name more people than I named just now. <laughs> But um, what, no, what would be what would be your roots? Uh, like, what's the shit you grew up off? Like, this is kind of shaping the stuff I want to at least start with. Maybe mm -hmm. it's not where you end up, but so I grew up in church. My grandma was a minister, okay. so I grew up in church. So gospel, obviously, being the f the very first memory really that I have of music. Um, but like memory, memory where I can remember, like, oh. I really, really like this, or I would go and buy the CD. It's, it's my mom, like, in the car. My mom used to blast Lauryn Hill mm. like she was going out of style. And she can never go out of style because I think she's one of the greatest. But, um, and even if we speak about Lauryn Hill, because we're Yo, speaking about the... Rap category one, Grammy of the Year. You know, I really, I, I hate, this is off topic, sorry, but I hate that people don't give her enough credit as a rapper. Like, I feel like a lot of people mm. don't like to put her in, in that category. They almost mm -hmm. don't know where to put That's her because she falls debate. in the middle. So they're like, is yeah. she, do you talk about her in the best singers of all time, best writers of all time, we talk about mm -hmm. the best she MCs of all time. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when you're in the middle, you can almost get left out of discussions, yeah. right? Instead of yeah. being in both. Yeah. I don't understand that. Why Why do you... Why? Because I get that. I get that. They, people want something for themselves. I guess. They what you mean? mean? Like, if, if I'm an R&B artist, I mean, an R&B fan, oh. I want mm -hmm. to be able to say, like, this is mine. Like, this is my genre. Yeah. And yeah. all of this, like, it all coincides. Like, it, it's like a cause and effect, but this is what people want. Yeah. They want to say this is mine, and when when I listen to it, that's mine. Like, I and if like it sounds like it's going over there, it's backstabbing. Yeah, I feel like it's also one of those things of like how people feel when they knew an artist before they blew up, mm -hmm. and then once you get categorized as pop, it's almost like oh, you're not the underdog anymore, so I can't support you. We'll put you over here. Which oh is actually God. the worst way to root for music. Like, it's like this. I do the same thing. I ain't gonna say that, but I, I'm gonna say it. I do the same thing when you start when you start getting hella like clout and shit like doja cat i don't know when she was cow at first i wasn't a fan of her at first when she got big i got a fan I, I was a fan of her i am a fan of her but an example of someone i don't know if it's brett fires he's getting bigger used to be more low-key tyus if he ever goes big i'm gonna be sad like there's certain artists that i feel like central c himself too is somebody like i feel like i i feel sad that he got big so quick too because I feel like it's gonna end up diluting the music or like the fans and seeing what he what he is gonna have to cater to is gonna change or skew how he moves. I'm not saying it's him. I'm not saying any of these artists will skew the way they make their music, but I feel like they do end up changing up. I don't know. I'm not gonna say they do. I'm not gonna say they don't. I'm just saying like sometimes you don't want to listen to the artists anymore because they got big. I don't know what it is. What's a, what is it? What is it about it? It just it just be happening. The same as um people shit on people for liking stuff just because it's popular. But it's yes, the same as liking stuff just because it's not popular. Mm -hmm, like it's same. the same. You're <laughs> not really loving the music. Good music is good music, regardless. Good music where do you, good where music. do you all feel like R and B lives right now? Like is it um especially in a world where so much records are blowing up off uh, off social, off TikTok, etc. Um where do you feel like R and B is really taking place? Like do you feel like it is a 
a live show genre? Do you feel like it is, um, you know, is it blowing up solely? Lucky Day Live was amazing. Just his vocals on, on the live stage, the band, everything. Lucky Day was a great performer, like just vocally too. Like he could just stand there and sing if he wanted to, but he didn't do just that. So I really applaud him for that. But I wonder where R&B stays or is now because of TikTok. Everybody wants to hear the Jersey beat. Everybody wants to hear um, a catchy tune. I wonder where R&B is heading or or how people are hearing R&B. For me, I have to really dig deep into my Spotify or like somebody has to send me something. But on the Internet, you know, it's like the whole sample um, arena that's taking place on social. Like, yeah. What was that? A lot of samples. <laughs> Let's hear it. No, I have a love-hate relationship with samples. Mm. Like, if samples are done well, then... It's good. It's, it's, an, it's amazing. And, mm-hmm. and I think what we forget is, or what a lot of people don't know, is that a lot of things are samples. You, a lot of people just don't know the original music, so you don't think yeah. it is. Like, yeah. I'm aware that that's all, it's always been a thing in music. It's not mm-hmm. like all of a sudden everybody's just using samples and it never happened before. But it being done well, I think, is where we've crossed the line because I think that there's a lot of, like, overuse. I don't know about her, but I think when a sample is being used well is when you can't hear the sample as much or you think it's brand new. I like that. Like, I, Jeremiah, he just put out a song had a sample on it. I had no idea who the original sample was from, but I liked the song so much. And then because of that, because I knew it was sampled, but I didn't know who the original was. I feel that when you can rendition a song that well, you turned it up, you changed it up. An unnecessary use of samples just it's because it's a cheat code, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, if you're already familiar lazy. with the, yeah, if you're already familiar with this sound, and don't get me wrong, I use samples too, so I'm not like, you know, but um, I think there's just a, a clever way to do it. As a clever way to do it. That's a very clever way to do it. I mean, yeah, I agree with you. Some people just overdo it. and Or they do the, the song works. recreation thing, and I'm but like... But you have to try it to know. Mm, that's real. Try it, I guess. You have to be open to experiment, but I, I'm not with the like. We made this song one of like we changed a couple words. We're redoing this song. This whole song. Yeah. Where it's like, yo, and also the song you choose to redo. Can you like? Is that a song you should really? Be well, this is my touching. thing with everything that keeps getting remade. I'm so just like, like some things just need to be left. Al- some things are fine to be left alone. Mm-hmm. We don't have to touch everything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. But it's kind of what it's kind of what he's saying. Where you're like, yo, you don't know until you try, and then you try it. She's just so adorable. Yeah, like I had a sample but didn't get clear and I was kind of upset. Dang. And it was like the song still did okay. Mm. So again, where does R and B live at today? Okay. Like do you feel like um where do you feel like fans are, are like enjoying like, it the Beyonce most or where fans are consuming it the most? If they ever gonna get clear. I feel like rap is like hundred percent of YouTube in your headphone mm-hmm. sport, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some of these kids, like you can tell you when you go to festivals, they almost don't even know how to like experience the music because mm-hmm. they've only heard it straight off of like, you yeah. know, That's they got so dance true. moves. Yeah, yeah. And so TikTok. But even, right, it's like, it's R&B. There's times where I go, like, even as a DJ, people, it's weird there's not an R&B set in the club anymore. It's you got to go to R&B party. Mm. It's not like, yo, I'm going to work my way into R&B and then we're going to work our way into another genre. Oh, my gosh. What I love about myself, because it's what I do to my playlist, I like to do it where it's like, you'll hear the Afro beat, you'll hear, you'll hear different genres in my entire playlist will be all over the place, but it sounds cohesive. It sounds good. Like for him, like "Love You Better" is like a is a PVD thing. Like going to stay silent and having that "Love You Better" um, situation, like that "Love You Better" environment where it's just R and B, and you go in there and you know you're only gonna hear R and B. I feel like other times I don't hear anything else. But I'm not I'm not saying I'm not trying to like reference them too much, 
But other than that, like in a, on a DJ set, do you really be putting R&B here and then going off to Afro beat and then going off to to Jersey beat? What are you going to like? Can you even do that? Or do you even hear that in a set? That's a really good question because he just said he did. He doesn't he doesn't hear that. Let me go back. What I mean, mm-hmm. some of these kids like you can tell when you go to festivals, they almost don't even know how to like experience the music because mm-hmm. they've only heard it. Straight off of like, you yeah, know, that's they got so dance true. moves. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, TikTok. <laughs> but even, right, it's like, it's R&B. There's times where I go like, even as a DJ, people, it's weird that it's not an R&B set in the club anymore. It's you got to go to R&B party. Mm. It's not like, yeah, it's yo, I'm going to work my way into R&B and then we're going to work our way into another genre. Well, that's where I feel like boot up and trip, not to sound egotistical at all. Nah, like, but I think that's yeah, where, I, I, like, I remember a lot of people saying like there's actually an R&B part of the club again mm-hmm. and I think that also like, nice. like just after that it was just a that. whole and even yeah. before because don't I, I was I'm trying to think is there another song that's like that I can't think of another song that's like boot up they like off the top of my head that you could play in the, the club and it won't sound like it's really R and B. Like that's an R and B song, but it's just like you can play that. And everybody going ah, uh, like I don't know. How, everybody gonna dance to it. I'm trying to think of another song, but if you got something to say in the comments, say it in the chat. I'm the first one doing it, but I feel like when we're talking about like mainstream, right? But where it lives is a very good question. I you said live shows, mm-hmm. uh, which I think might be predominantly the answer maybe i don't know like soundcloud days i feel like r&b was was thriving also like mm-hmm. underground ish but that's kind we've kind of moved away from that a little bit or um, am i just not i don't know i, I might think, be old and not hip. i think we just trying to <laughs> i think everybody's trying to find a way to recreate the sound and it's like no what let's sound? just move it the, the sound smooth, of warm we, sound of r&b yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And that was, just, I, I did have a like, is it W, you know, it's like WBLS radio. You just did, like, that's the, <laughs> like, pe- some people uh, expect R&B to live there, right? Like, you turn on the radio and it's like 8 p.m. Like, on. you hear raindrops and then. You can yeah. find that, though. <laughs> you can find that if you want to. Yeah, it, it exists. But, like, yeah. is that is that really where it's at? Like, when you, um, Boot Up's a perfect example. Like, just the way you set that song up, it works its way into a, a mostly predominantly rap world. And then mm-hmm. you can transition into R&B. Mm-hmm. I think about your music, it's like, yo, you go to one of your live shows, there's people that are like, they're tuned in and zoomed in yeah. to that performance in a way that the club might not, obviously you got club joints, but like the club might not give that to them. Right. Right. So they're like, I got to go show up live and be like, in it. Yeah. That mm-hmm. kind of thing. His, his, like his live show especially is so musical. Mm-hmm. Like, super musical because he's just yeah. super musical anyway but like if you experience it in a club it doesn't give you the same effect and it's a great it's, it's great music don't get me wrong no <laughs> but nah, it, there's no. some I, I think that, you know like how yeah you didn't make it for the, <laughs> no. he didn't make it for the club like that and that's the perfect answer to what you're saying like I think in the same way we categorize stuff there is there are different types of R&B so they can live wherever they're supposed to live you know like I didn't I, I wouldn't say I made boot up for the club. I def I definitely did. I didn't make trip for the club. I didn't make. Mm. I don't think I've made any of my music necessarily for the club. For yeah, the club. Um, but if it works there, then it then it works, you know. And mm. and I think we'll take it wherever it. Yeah. Wherever wherever, wherever you want to wherever you want to. Well, you you know everyone has all their criticisms. It's like I wish R and B was this. I wish R and B was that. They could be the same fan. Be like R and B should be at live shows. R and B should be in the club. But like, what is going right? You know what I mean? That you like. I love this about what I'm what we're doing right now. That. It might be different from yesteryear. We collab well. 
Word. Yeah. Yo, the rap, the R&B structure used to be R&B rapper. Mm -hmm. That was the collabs you got. Yeah. Maybe you get like someone else, but it's like, you got four person groups, so we gonna really add another person here to do the hook. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You all do collab well. Yeah. Yeah, we collab real well. Because we love each other's music. Like we fans of each other. I wonder if the slight differentiation between what you guys do helps you collab well, right? Because you got, if there's like, if this is the 90s and everyone's kind of doing that 90s thing, mm -hmm. can they collab? It's like, we doing the same thing. But of course they can. Look at Brandy and Monica. Yeah. Mm. Still a little, yeah, Boy I hear you. Mine. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. But even then, that was like a, I don't know, that's like a rare, that's like a star-studded, that's Anomaly. like, that's like LeBron and Kobe playing together. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, but for you guys to have these different touches to what you do, like, I might make this song and it might be a club joint, so you come get on this. I might make this song, it might be a love ballad. You mm -hmm. come get on this. And you guys are structuring your shit. Do you think that also comes from the creative freedom? Because maybe back in the day, they, so. they were told, like, you know, mm -hmm. they were told what to do. Um, yeah, I think that is a problem. One thing that I think is going right in R&B is that all of these discussions are happening. That means that we're doing something right. What, what yeah. it is, I, I couldn't really put my finger on, but yeah. I feel like as much as to me personally, the, the topic of like, is R&B dead is like... It's not dead. It's kind of an annoying topic, know. to be honest. Mm -hmm. And Ooh. I think... I'm glad she said it was annoying. I think Mr. Love um, over there, Diddy, Diddy Combs, Diddy Love Combs, put that out there over over like a live stream, over like a. I'm gonna sing on the EP and I'm gonna put it out. It's like that's it's too easy. It's too easy. So it's kind of like, bro, like, what are you saying? I think one thing that we're doing right is that there's enough of us that is, is garnering enough attention to be even having these discussions because I think for a while it, it wasn't. wasn't it wasn't being yeah, yeah these discussions weren't being had. We're digging for diamonds, yo. We digging for like R and B people were digging for diamonds. I think just so the rest of the world could call it something else once it blows up. Mm. Yeah. That's the thing. That's the truth. That's the off part. We're digging for diamonds. People don't realize how much harder we not not to to sound like woe is woe is me or woe is us. Yeah, but it's like, it's definitely it's it's, it's it's a difficult genre to navigate in yeah. 2023. And I'm not I, I don't make rap music, so I, I couldn't say that I'm that's not me saying that rap that's isn't me. a difficult genre yeah. to navigate or country or folk or whatever. But from uh, speaking from experience from what I've seen, and I'm pretty sure from what you've seen, like it's a difficult genre to navigate um, in terms of like solely being respected as an R&B artist because there are so many different takes. There's like, it might be the one genre in the world that everybody wants to sound like how it used to because I, yeah. I don't feel like anyone's being like, oh, country music should sound like how it was in the, <laughs> nah, or rap. And, the and, and yes, people might say rap, the bar is low on rap, but no one's saying like, oh, we need, the rap is constant iteration. Yeah. It's constantly yeah. changing. I like, feel like yeah. we're the one genre that get like... Like, let's be the same forever. And mm. I had a conversation with someone <laughs> no. I can't remember about just even the t in, in the ways that music is made now, R&B would be different because of the way they used to record back in mm. the day. And, and people don't even think about how you actually like make music. It's just, it's just different. We yeah. just make music differently. So that sound um, that we might be used to or uh, yeah, that we're used to, it, we might not even be able to achieve that properly. Where it's, you, it's interesting though. Who mm -hmm. do you all feel? Who do you feel like is doing it right? Like, is there someone that you have your eye on that you're like, yo, I really like what they're doing, and I can see they're doing R and B differently. But to me, it's like I see where it's going. Scissor. Mm -hmm. Scissor. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Lucky. <laughs> I think Scissor is like. Would you would you put Scissor in the R and B category? Yeah. 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 
But if you listen to her different. music, she's definitely not it's, a traditionally R and B. It's not the same. She don't sound like Kill Bill is what comes to mind, and I just it doesn't sound like it doesn't sound like your average R and B singer. Like it's just different. No. no, I mean she has flashes of it for sure, but like what she's doing is kind of new. Her writing style sometimes feels like rap, you know, right. but then there's also Thank times it feels like, like and, and she's throwing it over sounds that it sometimes like bit. could be an alternative bag. Like right. it's a lot of, it's a lot of crossbreeding in it. Yeah. 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 So it's beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and, and I don't think she cares about being put in any type of category. I think she just does what she loves. And that, and that really is what being an artist and creating art is about. Like it, you don't necessarily have to be in these boxes, but from her stylistic, like where you said you you hear uh, splashes and stuff, like you're always gonna hear that because that's just what's in her. Yeah. But she's just exploring. Yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. cool. Last one. Uh, what's the what's the future of R and B? Right, because we went through some years where people weren't talking about it. Mm-hmm. Then people are saying it's dead. But when you look at like the charts and you look at who's making it, there's a lot of people making great music. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is different. What's the future of R and B? I can't explain it in words, but I know what it sounds like, I, and I, that's not. That's not a like segue to my shit. <laughs> I was about to be like, <laughs> that's not a segue. But no, segue to your shit. But I, like, but it, I mean, I'm. It can't be forced. What would you? Sorry, this is a spanner in the works. But what would you consider Steve Lacey? R and B and rock. Yeah, R and rock and B. The instrumental nature to it. But like, it's still R and B. Like the subject matter, how he's holding notes. Like, yeah, it's like Stevie Wonder. Yeah, it's like when you look at Stevie, like, yo, it's. It's R&B, but it's some other shit too, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's what I think about for Frank. It's like, mm-hmm. the yeah. way it makes me feel, it's like it's... it's I think n- we discovered something today. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the future, I... Listen, I wish I could see the future in a, lot of talking about in a lot of R&B things. Now we being I, dead. I, I'm not... I'm definitely not afraid to admit when I don't know something. And honestly, I don't know what the future of R&B looks like, but I... Does it feel the same? To me personally, yeah, but mm. I know that's an unpopular opinion, but I'm also not worried about, like, mm. me personally, I'm not worried about R&B. Like, I'm aware of how uh, how much great R&B there is oh, in the yeah. world and how much there always has been. And it's nev- it's not, like you said, it's a foundation. It's, it's never going to go anywhere. So I think really it's just, like, everything else in the world is changing and mm-hmm. has always changed. I think that so was to- our job, build a foundation. Like, like, we just continue to just keep building until it's like the world is like, oh, wow, what is this? Amazing. Foundation. It's not. It's 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 crazy until it's not crazy anymore. Like yeah. it's different until it's not different anymore. Do you know what I mean? So I think it's really just uh, figuring it out, and and that's what we do as artists. So mm. digging for diamonds. Digging for diamonds. Before I let y'all go, I said that was the last question, but it's the actual last question. Uh, best R and B group of all time to you? Oh, that's good. Dang. That's of all time. Like, I'm, I'm not a controversial person at all. Mm. This one. I'm the, not. the balance right here is this is the next I'm one. I'm really is, not. Y'all got to do R&B podcast. This is <laughs> this is it right I'm here. I'm really not going to do You get me in way too much trouble. No, I pull you out though. This is the thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite R&B group mm-hmm. of all time? Tell you mine. Probably SWV. If I had to go artist, probably SWV Mary J. for sure. Oh, that's what I was yeah, Mary. That's me. Oh, that's the queen of all queens. That's me. What? But And still going. And still going. And yeah, still put, going. put that in there. And still going. Um... I like SWV as mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I, I, would I pick love TLC SWV. Hmm? TLC is not. <laughs> thank you, Lucky Day. Thank you. <laughs> oh my God! Thank you for having us. This is not what I expected I'm not today. I'm into I this. We gotta have y'all back. I'm, and that's just because like I didn't go up with TLC heavy like that, but I'm not picking them. I'm picking them. <laughs> thank, thank you for having us. Thank you. They sound right. like you could you could really jump to SWV. Like you could. It's different with SWV. It's, you could hear. Ugh. It's just well, that's cool. it for this week's episode of the Rap Cap. 
But thank you. I mean, our Jake. podcast. Thank you, uh, Lucky Day, and thank you, Illamed. Thank you, Rap Caviar, for you know some great content. Um, we about to head out. Thank you so much for walking with me for like the half hour. Just talk R and B. That was fun. I really enjoyed that conversation a lot, and I really enjoyed being here. And I really want you guys to check out my latest pod. The latest playlist that I have out, which is called Mo Up Front, featuring Anneli Chopper, uh, Highway, Comethazine, Brent Fayez. The list goes on. I could add up so many different people in there. Some Afrobeat was in there. Ozuna was going to be in there, but then I, I took him out because um, it wasn't the vibe. A Boogie's on there. Rock, uh, Roddy, Roddy Rich is on there. Blast is on there. So go check it out. And I will see you guys in the next love. Uh, love you. Why do I keep saying love and hip hop in my head? I will see you guys in the next Worldviews podcast, the next Worldviews stream. I love you guys so much and blast off. Have a great day.